Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Courtney McIntosh, and this is the Black Dad Chronicles. This is the one-year edition, the one-year episode. Sorry, I don't. I'm just doing this on the fly, as I don't have any celebratory like, uh, you know, plans or anything like that. Um, you know, sometimes you just gotta do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, turn down for what? Um, but hey, man, thanks. It's the uh, Black Dad Chronicles. My name is Courtney. I am your host. And I want to thank you guys for rocking with me for a year so far. Uh, this is episode number 43. Um, and I'm not going to do anything big to celebrate or anything like that. Um, just do a regular show for you guys. Just talk about some things. That, oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're too kind. You're, you all are too kind. Anyway, let's get started. So what I'm going to do today is just talk about some things that have happened recently, um, including me, uh, you know, spending money on stuff and my wife being upset about it. going to talk about uh, Jesus Amaro flaming DJ Envy a little bit and probably going to talk some NCAA tournament because that is, you know, the hot thing right now today is the second day of the tournament man i haven't watched a game today but i was watching hoops all yesterday um even at work because hey i work at a restaurant we got tvs and i set the tvs up early so you know what i'm saying it was hoops on all day um but first i want to thank uh I, I gotta give thanks to some people um first first of all my wife robin who you've heard on the podcast before for um just being a guest and supporting me in my podcast venture ventures. Uh, also, a couple of people I want to thank. I want to thank uh, my friends, Demetra Stokes, Kenyatta Wilson, uh, Johnny Mason, uh, Jose Dorsey, Mark Nash, and, uh, you know, everybody who I've, you know, gotten on the show to tell their story. Shout out to Darren Delane, who I also um, recorded a podcast episode with, but the audio screwed up. So, um, I'm trying to work on getting him back on, uh, and I'm trying to get work on getting a bunch of people back on just because like the reason why I started this podcast is for two purposes. One is for, you know, to share the story of dads out there and two, just for uh, me to, um, have kind of like a medium to get, bars off i guess you know what i'm saying for me to just talk about my day-to-day -day life because i don't see a therapist um on a weekly basis you know so thank you for everybody who supported and it's a small few but still man it's a small few um and i appreciate that small few for um you know just staying rocking with the podcast for over a year yep here you go i, I appreciate you um all right so what do I want to talk about first? Hmm. Drama. Uh, uh, if you guys are fans of The Breakfast Club, the nationally syndicated radio show uh, on New York's Power 105, hosted by DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlemagne the God, um, had some, uh, they've had some rather spicy moments, probably the most famous being the Birdman incident. Um, and until yesterday, 
Um, so, you know, I don't know if y'all heard, uh, DJ Envy and his wife, Gia, who have a very popular podcast and who, uh, actually influenced me to, uh, podcast, you know, podcast, especially do episodes with my wife. They have a very popular podcast. I love, I listen to it every week. It's the Casey crew. Um, they've been going on tour doing, uh, like, you know, shows and stuff like that. No, they, I don't think they've gone on. They've done a couple live shows. Um, they got more coming up. But a couple of weeks ago, they went on The Real, the uh, popular um, talk show host hosted by, I know Lonely Love is a host. I know uh, uh, Adrian Houghton is a host. Uh, I think Tia Maori. And I, I'll i be honest, I think uh, I don't know who the other two are because I don't watch the show. My wife watches clips all the time. But they went on the show a couple of weeks ago. I never talk about Envy's infidelity in the past. Um, so, of course, because Jesus and Mero, um, you know, basically crack jokes on the entire culture. Um, they were uh, they were referencing the uh, the moment on on the show once. Um, and so Jesus uh, made a joke about. um you know, Envy's wife, because so in the uh, in the segment, you know, Envy goes. So I was Rashawn at home, and I was DJ Envy in the streets. You know, so I was kind of like a different person. And then Gia says, "And I didn't know DJ Envy." So at at that point in the clip, Desus goes, uh, "But I bet you knew those DJ Envy checks, though." Uh, let me stop. So that caused you know um so envy you know got mad at that he was offended by that and apparently his wife was offended by that also um and you know if you've listened to their podcast you know their story they've been together for gosh over 20 years um started when they were teenagers they are the definition basically of ride or die you know um and gia has basically been the definition of ride or die for him um Gave up her career basically for, you know, for him to do his and for her to, you know, basically be a stay at home mom, take care of their family, take care of their kids. Um, so I understand why Envy got offended. Um, you know, anytime you, you know, somebody talks, you know, says anything offhand about your spouse, your first, you know, your first mind is to jump up and defend said spouse. Regardless of if it's true or not, you know, you just don't want people talking about, you know, your spouse, just like, you know, people don't want people talking about their kids, regardless of how true what they're saying might be about their kids. You know, you don't want people talking about your kids. I, I you know, I, I learned that the hard way, you know, through some, through a little uh, friendly beef I had, um, a couple months back with Demetrius, um, and y'all listen to the podcast. Y'all know who Meech is. Uh, you know, Meech has been on the show. Um, I'm trying to get him to do more shows. I'm trying to get him to come on uh, soon and talk about coaching. Uh, maybe next week because he he coaches youth basketball. He's been coaching youth basketball for almost 10 years. And he has a championship game tonight. And I used to always joke and say he was the T-Mac of youth coaches because he never got out of the first round until like last year. Well, two years ago, he – made it to the like final game and lost last year. He finally tasted glory and won his first championship after like eight years in his league. And he's in the championship game right now. 
Um, shout out to the baby bulls, bring home the championship. They're 13 and 0. um, you know, good, great coaching job this year, Meech. I will have to say that, um, you know, so, so shout out to the, to the baby bulls. So, um, uh, back, back to what I was saying. So when I took, okay, so I didn't have an issue with the way I, so I can't, you can, the problem is like, I can have my thoughts on the way somebody responds to something, but I can't tell somebody how to respond to something. I, if you listen to the joke that Jesus said, he said, but I bet you knew those DJ envy checks though. So that, so if you look at that comment, just, you know, take that one comment alone. He he's telling the truth. DJ Envy is a very, very popular DJ. He gets paid to do shows all across the country on a weekly basis. And I'm pretty sure he commands a nice bag for all that. So in essence, you know, using that to provide for his family. So if you look at it in that context, then what Jesus said was right. And Envy had no reason to get offended. But if you look at it from the context of Gia's been with Envy since they were 15, you know what I'm saying? She's held him down. Um, then, okay, you, you can see why Envy got offended. Now, he said he wanted an apology. They both gave him, Deesis gave him an apology. You know, it was like, all right, you know, we clear, you know, thought we was clear. So, and then they tried to proceed with the interview. And then, and, you know, this is a Merrill fashion. They didn't joke about the situation. You know, Angela Yee asked them, uh, asked Merrill a specific question. And Merrill said, you know, this is how we know TV is fickle. This is where we're diversifying, you know, a lot of things. We got our hands in a lot of things. You know, we got a celebrity boxing match with Envy next week. It was a joke, you know, and that probably rankled Envy's feathers more because he was already mad. And then they made a joke. And it, the joke was directed at him. So he just, you know, that that gave him, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, I love that. Um, but then uh, Charlemagne, you know, Charlemagne is the king of messy, even though, hey, man, Charlemagne, the way he's done it his, in his career, man, they go. He goes at everybody. And the Breakfast Club goes at everybody every, you know, five days a week. And, you know, Charlemagne, next question was, hey. Has anybody confronted y'all about y'all spicy comments? And then they just all broke out in the laughter. Envy got up, left the room, and it was kind of like, wow. Now, the problem I had with this was the, the, the show in question happened about two weeks ago, something like that. As a matter of fact, you know what? Because usually when they comment on stuff, it's like the day after or the same day. So I'm going to YouTube real quick. I'm going to go to the Deez Zamero uh, YouTube channel, which I, I am a subscriber and I frequent all the time because, hey, man, they are hilarious. Like, I love Deez Zamero. I think Deez Zamero is not only the number one show on late night. I think Deez Zamero the number one show on all the TV, you know. So let me go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Two weeks ago. Okay, so two weeks ago was Monique versus Charlemagne. Um, so this happened even, you know what I'm saying, even, you know, farther back than, you know, we thought. Let's see. Let's see. Wow, this happened. 
This probably happened a, a lot farther back. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because I've pretty much watched pretty much every single clip day. Because sometimes I can't just, you know, I can't, um, you know, sometimes I can't, uh, you know, catch the show live. So I always watch the clips on YouTube. Uh, you know, sometimes I try to, um, most days I try to, you know, be at home to watch uh, um, the show live. But then, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I am, uh, you know, hanging with my wife and watching TV. I'm watching hoops or something like that. Uh, so I can't find it in the, in the video. Let's see. Desus and Meryl DJ Envy. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, so it's everything about yesterday. Um, so this was a month ago, right? So this clip was uploaded a month ago. Um, where they, where they, you know what I'm saying? Where they were first talking about it. So here's the thing. If you had an issue with it, if your wife had an issue with it, if you have a way to contact them, you could get their number. Cause they said that on the show, Charlemagne got our number, you know, uh, Joe Budden got their number. You know what I'm saying? You could have got in touch with us and aired your grievances out. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to wait over a month. You know what I'm saying? To create a viral clip. I think, okay, and you know what? Honestly, I think that's what Envy did. He he used that and, you, made, you know what I'm saying, and leveraged it for, in the Breakfast, Breakfast Club's favor, but he had, he had ample means and ample time to contact both of them and air out his grievances then. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have to wait till it was on his show, which, like I said, I think he did it on purpose to kind of leverage, you know, the show because apparently... It's been the most, uh, you know, downloaded clip uh, uh, for the Breakfast Club, even more than um, um, this guy. One point. Let me see. It was uploaded yesterday. It already is already at, you know, one point three million views on the Breakfast Club's YouTube channel. One point three million views in one day. You know, um, it was trending on Twitter all of yesterday. Um, so I think Envy, you know, what I'm saying I so I don't like to. I don't like the way he went about it. So if I have a problem with you, if you say something publicly about me, I'm not going to wait a month. If I have ample means to contact you, I'm going to contact you right away as soon as possible to discuss, to discuss and air out the grievances. Hopefully it doesn't have to come to hands or fisticuffs or anything like that. Cause we, you know what I'm saying? Too old to fight. And you know, that's frankly not an option. If you said something about me that I didn't like and it affected me, or you said something about my wife, my kids, and that I didn't like, I'm going to call contact you and, you know what I'm saying? Give you and, and talk to you face to face and air out my grievances. That's how, that's how I think a man should do. That's what I think a man should do. You shouldn't wait until you get them on your, you know what I'm saying? Nationally syndicated morning radio broadcast. That's, you know, broadcasted in thousands of markets all over the, the country, all on, you know, Revolt TV, iHeartRadio, and, and then wait. I think he, I think it was whack for him to, you know, saying use it. Now he used it smartly to, to, cause that's views on, uh, on, uh, you know what I'm saying? On, on the web, on the YouTube, on, on the traffic. But 
what it also did is open them up, is open Envy up to the flames that was coming his way. And if you watch Jesus and Mero, they don't hold back with the flames. And boy, I feel bad for uh for uh Envy because uh, how Jesus and Mero fight. I mean, they flamed him. I mean, it was a verbal beatdown. I watched it. I couldn't wait for this clip to come out yesterday. And I was on Twitter. I was watching the Michigan game last night. And soon as soon as they tweeted out the, cl- the link, I muted the Michigan game. Shout out to the Wolverines. Go blue. I had already turned off the Pistons game at that point. Um, and it was like, it was game over. I mean, 13 minutes of them going in on the segment. And they, they had every right to do so because – from their from their aspect, they came up there not expecting any of this. They said they were out, you know, ten minutes before the show, and they saw Envy. Envy didn't say a word to them, didn't let them know that he had a problem, or, or so they could try to, you know, discuss it beforehand or anything like that. They got they basically got ambushed. Lisa Zamero got ambushed on the Breakfast Club yesterday. So what did they do? They went, you know, on their show, the number one show on late night, Vice Gang. Ah, and they let they let Envy have it, bro. Oh my goodness, I kind of want to play play some of this for y'all. I think I am. This morning, DJ Envy got nice and feelings on the Breakfast Club. Wow, the Bisquick Bandit strikes again. That's right, the most illustrious. First of all, that's that's Meryl, who's light skinned, also calling him the Bisquick Bisquick Bandit, man. You know, so let, let's continue. This podcast in the world, the no more show at late night was ambushed. Where you want is a power 105.1. Unbelievable. We entered the octagon. No warning. To promo our tour. And what we get? Nothing feelings, but. Nothing but light skin feelings. <laughs> Emotions. Feelings. Let's roll the beautiful Let's butter footage. Look at this. Pancake batter emotion. This is it. And this is this is envy. You know how how he greeted him on the show. And you know he. That's how he started the show off. So envy brought that negative energy to them at the start of the show. Uh. Hold on, I, hold on, my son just texted me. Hey, Rob. Rob. Uh, you want CJ and JS to come straight home? Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, my kids, uh, the older two, CJ and Jazz, when they go over uh, CJ homeboy house, you know, usually for about 20 minutes after school sometimes, and they pick up their little sister from the bus stop, which is also, you know, sweet of them and also cool of them. Um, so yeah, CJ just sent me a text. I had to clear it with the wife, you know. Um, so, um, they, they were ambushed on the show yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's pretty, that's what it was. Simple and plain. Um, they were ambushed and that, that's unfortunate. That was, I think that was a sucker move on, on Envy's part. And, you know, Dizamero, they laid out the grounds for why they thought it was, you know what I'm saying, a sucker move because, you know, apparently Envy had talked to Joe Budden earlier, you know what I'm saying, like 
prior to them coming on the show, telling them how upset he was. Now, they cool with Joe Button. He could have got their number from Joe Button. He could have got there. It was. I'm pretty sure it was very easy for DJ Envy to get Desimero a contact info for Desimero and Arrow's grievances. So I, you know, I just didn't like how Envy handled it. Me personally, right? Just looking at the joke. First of all, I thought it was kind of a hilarious joke. I mean, it wasn't even it wasn't even that funny of a joke. The I bet you knew them DJ Envy checks though. It, I mean, it's truth. You know what I'm saying? DJ Envy brings in big checks to support the family. So that actually, that's true. That's a true statement. You know what I'm saying? So did Envy have a right to be up in his feelings? I mean, hey, everybody deserves. A, I mean, people are gonna react how they're gonna react, and you can't. You have no way to control that. The only thing you can control is your action. I have to tell my son this all the time because he always wants to get upset over something his sisters did. And, you know, to, to his, you know, on his behalf, Jasmine annoys the hell out of him. You know, sometimes she does it on purpose. So I told him like, Hey man, you can't control how Jasmine's going to act. You just can control, you know, how you react to the situation. I just think it was wild whack for envy to, wait till and when he had means to to contact them and you know and he wanted he wanted an apology he got the apology and he was still salty he was still salty so then when he walked out i mean it was just kind of like game over the internet had a twitter had a field day with dj envy walking out uh you know what i'm saying he walked out on his own show it wasn't like a guest walked out. It wasn't like the it wasn't the Birdman situation where Birdman came in, talked his talk, and then, you know, left. Like he walked out on his own, you know, interview. So now what Charlemagne said was, you know, he thought that, you know, if it was if it was like that, he shouldn't uh, you know, he shouldn't even did the um he shouldn't have even did the interview like Charlemagne, you know, Charlemagne, you know, a couple of weeks prior, you know, sent out the interview with Troy Ave to had Troy Ave on the show. Um, um, so he said, you know, he was just like, uh, you know, hey, it, it, envy shouldn't have, he should have handled that differently. He should have handled that differently. So. <sighs> boy. All right. So let's move on. Let's move on to what y'all, you know what I'm saying? Really want to talk about. That's March Madness. Dang. I wish I had the theme song for March Madness right now. No, I'm sorry. That's bad. Um, but anyway, Hey, shout out to the Wolverines. Go blue. You know what I'm saying? They, they advanced last night in the final game last night. It was tough. The game was kind of ugly, but Hey, they doing better than the Pistons. So I'm all right. Um, so, you know, Hey man, I work at a restaurant, right? And these two days, the first two days of the tournament are the slowest days, probably, um, of the year in, re in the restaurants. You know what I'm saying? These are the, the, the lowest, two, the, the slowest two days of the year. Um, so yesterday I was at work, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much nobody came in, even though we have a TV, but we're not a sports bar. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're a Chinese restaurant. So, um, yeah, we nobody came. Nobody was there. So, you know, it was a really light day at work. Um, 
So looking at the, uh, you know what I'm saying, first two days of the te- tournament today, Texas A&M 7C advanced over number 10, Providence 73-69. to 69. Purdue, the two seed in the East, beat Cal State Filler in 74-48. Now, that was one thing about the games yesterday. It was probably only like three, uh, looked like it was only three blowouts, you know what I'm saying, yesterday. And every game was good, man. Uh, Oklahoma Rhode Island game went to uh, overtime. Uh, another game went to double overtime yesterday. You know, uh, of course, Arizona is one of those blowouts because they lost yesterday. The Arizona Wildcats, the four seed in the West, lost to the Buffalo Bulls. Shout out to the MAC Conference, you know what I'm saying, for uh, handling business. But let's take a look at a rundown of the scores, you know what I'm saying, from yesterday. Michigan, number three seed in the West, beat Montana 61-47 in an ugly game. But, hey, Michigan's defense prevailed. Villanova pulled away from Radford 87-61. Uh, Kansas beat Penn uh, 76-60. Uh, Gonzaga and, and UNC Greensboro went down to the to the very end. Um Gonzaga won 68-64. Duke beat Iona after pulling away in the second half, 89-67. I was watching that game. Uh, the number 13 Buffalo Bulls, shout out to the Mac, beat the mighty Arizona Wildcats, 89-68. Um, so here's one of the blowouts. Here's another one of the blowouts. Number three, Tennessee, uh, whooped up on uh, number 14, Wright State, 73-47. to Texas Tech, after it was going down to – man, it was looking uh, – Quite, quite touch and go for Texas Tech. They won 70 to 60, and honestly, the game wasn't that close. You know what I'm saying? It was just pulled away by free throws at the end of the game. Uh, that's how Texas Tech, you know, ended up winning by 10 points. I watched that game. Ohio State uh, pulled away from South Dakota late. Uh, they won 81 to 73. Um, uh, Kentucky. It took man. It took Kentucky actually got outscored in the second half, forty nine to forty four. But they ended up pulling away from Davidson, seventy eight to seventy three. Um, Houston in probably the best game of the t- the day yesterday. Uh, no, actually, no. This is probably the second best game. And am I saying whoever you talk to, it could be the best game of the tournament. They beat San Diego State sixty seven sixty five. Uh, Ron Gray uh, scored a, a scooping layup with like a second left to give Houston the win. Um, that's who Michigan plays next. Uh, Houston, then Loyola of Chicago hit a three pointer at the buzzer to beat Miami. And I called it as soon as it left his hand, I was like, cash. And then it was like, swish. and then Loyola went nuts. Miami looked sad. Sucks for that Miami team. Cause they were, you know, a lot of people picked them to kind of make a little noise in the tournament. Um, but yeah, they lost to Loyola, Chicago, sixty-four, sixty-two. Rhode Island beat Oklahoma and Trey Young in overtime, eighty-three to seventy-eight. Seton Hall pulled away from NC State. Uh, they won ninety-four to eighty-three, and Alabama beat. Uh, man, hey, look, man, look, man. The reason why I was so pissed off about Stan Van Gundy trading away, or well, he trading away the the the. Pistons first round pick in this upcoming draft and not lottery protecting it at least is because of Colin Sexton, bro. Colin Sexton of Alabama can flat out ball. And he balled yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Scored 21 points in the second half to lead Alabama over Virginia Tech, 86 83. 
And then Florida beat St. Bonaventure 77 to 62. So those were your first games of the tournament yesterday. Um, because I don't count the play-in games because you know I'm a you know, whatever, it's a field of 64. Um, but man, I'm pretty sure I this is probably the third year in a row that I did not fill out brackets. Um, but I mean, so my bracket couldn't get busted. So but I know everybody else's brackets is busted because I'm pretty sure nobody had Buffalo beating Arizona. I had Arizona going to the final four. So I'm pretty sure nobody had Buffalo beating Arizona. Um, and I'm pretty sure nobody had Loyola beating Miami either. So, um, but today's a scoreboard so far. Um, I gave you, so, you know, Purdue beat Cal State Florida 74, 80, 48 and Texas A&M beat, uh, Providence 73, 69. Let me see. Okay. So right now, Going right now, we have a tight game between Marshall and Wichita State. Man, Wichita State, what y'all doing? The Wheat Shockers only up on Marshall. The Thunder and her 60 to 62 to 60 with a 819 left to go in that game. And Cincinnati's only up three on Georgia State. Uh 35-32. Uh the second half just started. And uh Lipscomb and is up three on North Carolina. Uh looks like it's 1343 to play in the first. Lipscomb is up 16 to 15. So those are your games that are going on right now. Who do you guys have winning the making it to the Elite Eight? Who do you guys have making it to the Final Four? Who you guys got winning the championship? One of the reasons why I did not do brackets this year is because the field to me was wide open. It could be Duke, could be Carolina, could have been Arizona, could be Michigan State, could be the Wolverines, go blue. Um it could be a number of teams because it's just it could be Purdue, it could be Villanova. I I think Villanova is the. Uh, it could be Virginia. Who let's not forget about Virginia, who's the number one overall seed in the tournament. Uh, they were pretty much the best team in the country this second half of the year. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I think Villa, my pick to win the championship, had I filled out brackets, would have been Villanova. So. Um, yeah, you know, that's what it is. So I'm going to keep, you know, keep posted, you know, on the weekend games because, you know, this is the best week in all the sports. And I'm a hoops junkie, but this is better than, you know, playoff, ho- playoff hockey. This is better than the World Series. This is better than the NBA Finals. Definitely better than the Super Bowl. Um, man. So, yeah. Who y'all got winning? Oh, shout out to everybody who uh, followed me on Twitter last night because of my funny Pistons tweet um, because the Pistons were a dumpster fire last night, and that, that's what I tweeted. So I got some new followers because of that, man. You know, that's all, that's all I, uh, you know, all I uh, really tweet about is, you know, the Pistons and wrestling. I tweet about wrestling quite a bit. Um, so, um, wow. Oh, man. This ain't even what I wanted to talk about today, but I do have, so I do, okay, so I'm going to save it, I'm going to table what's in my mind for next week's episode, um, but what happened was, you know, I I, uh, I I had a first a couple weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, involving, you know, my, my oldest son, CJ, and that's how, I'm, I'm going to just leave it at that. So, right now, 
I just want to, you know, once again, thank everybody for, for, you know, rocking with me over the past year. Um, you know, yep. Jamaican air horn for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Let me get one and get that one more time. Yep. So, um, you know, I want to thank everybody for rocking with me, um, being down with the kid since day one, you know, everybody who's shown me love, everyone who's, uh, you know, shouted me out. Uh, over the, uh, you know, on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Shout, shouted me out on the Facebook page. Um, you know, everybody, thanks for everybody showing, showing love, you know, shout out to, uh, Kellen King from the Detroit, from the Rip City Bad Boys podcast. You know what I'm saying? I love their show. You know, they talk about the Trailblazers. They talk about the Pistons and they talk about the NBA. I love their show and they are always showing me love on Twitter. So, uh, shout out to Kellen King. Y'all go to iTunes or wherever y'all go to get y'all podcast. Download the Rip City Bad Boys podcast. You're gonna love it, especially uh, you know what I'm saying Pistons fans out there and Trailblazers Blazers fans out there too. So um, you know uh, want to thank everybody. Uh, you know my sponsor, Relax by Jay Mace. You know I've pimped his bracelets for like the entire time the, over the last year because and it's not like. I've, uh, you know, I, I do it because it's my friend. I do it because he's my friend and he makes great quality bracelets. Now, if you go on my Instagram page, which is the black dad Chronicles, you'll see me posting pictures of bracelets heavy and he's handmade and custom made every single one. Yes, he does ship. My cousin saw my brace, my bracelets. She lives in California. She was like, Hey, cuz how can I be down? So like, yo, my man, Johnny, he may, he handcrafts these bracelets, high quality and all that. So, um, you know, um, hit him up. So I got, I got her, her, his contact info. Uh, he, you know, she placed her order. He hit her off with like four bracelets or something like that. Hey man, that's relaxed by Jay Mace. The brand is strong as Jesus Amaro would like to say. I just want to thank everybody for rocking with me over the past year. Like rate subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast, share it, please. Um, if you share it, use the uh, hashtag black dad Chronicles. Um, Hey man, thanks for listening. See you again next week. Peace. Oh, dang it. So I'm using a soundboard app. So let's try this again. Everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace. Oh, okay. Okay, soundboard app. You don't want to do what I want you to do? Thanks for listening. See you next week. Peace.